0: Welcome to The Exchange, a podcast from Grace Church, an independent Bible teaching church in Wichita Falls, Texas. In this podcast, we examine the world through a grace perspective and connect biblical truth in everyday life. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Exchange podcast. I'm your host, Nolan Smith, the high school and college pastor here at Grace Church, and today, uh, we have on the podcast with us Caleb Carmichael, our young adults and community pastor. Yeah. Caleb, welcome.
1: Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me back.
0: Hey, so I was thinking about this today. Um, today, as we record this, it's August 19th. Is this the one month, it month is. for you? Yeah. I, w- I think it July, is. S- July 19th July was my 19th first, is when you started. first day. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so congratulations! Hey, made thanks. It, made, made it, it a, a month. Whole that's month. That's right. I owe somebody ten bucks now. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you <laughs> <now>. go. <laughs> uh, how's <laughs> the first month then? So it's far? been
1: great. We've been uh we've been really welcomed into the Grace family and are excited to be here. And COVID makes everything weird, but it's yeah. okay. So it's just been and learning learning a new reality during a new reality, I yeah. guess. So.
0: And aside from some holdups in the home. Purchase that we were just talking about off air.
1: Yeah, it's been a it's been kind of a mess trying to yeah. get into our home here and sell our home in Fort Worth, but looks like we're on the towards the back end of that. So. Yeah, well, good.
0: And um, you uh, are, are you as far as doing community group work, have you been able to kind of get your hands on everything and and start?
1: A little bit. I've been trying to reach out to as many community group leaders as I can, yeah. going to lunch, grabbing coffee, things like that. Just kind of getting a feel for where people are. I know there's a lot of groups that are that have been meeting over the summer. There's been some that stick into Zoom and sure. understand that and so as we head into September and head into relaunching community groups for the fall, getting excited for that and just getting to be a part of what what God's doing, yeah. doing there. So
0: Yeah. Well, we are today we're going to be talking about community and uh, what community means and and how the church uh, can meet that need and so I want to talk first about that definition. And we, community is one of those words that I, I've always kind of felt like it's a very Christianese type of word. Yeah. Like it's, you know, you hear that phrase doing life together. Right. I always kind of laugh about that, you know, the Christian phrase. And community has always sounded like such a Christianese word to me. But mm. I, I also think lately, and I don't know, maybe it's because of COVID, maybe it goes further back than this, but I do feel like it's a word I've heard more and more in the the more secular society at yeah, large, for sure. So, when we talk about the word community, how do you think our society, again, not thinking specifically Christian or or church definition, how do you think our society would define that word?
1: Community? Yeah, I mean, my first thought, honestly, outside of church, is the TV show. So I go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I go, yeah. Uh, I go Netflix and <laughs> right. community, but um, I mean, I think my. Fir- outside of that my first thought is just the neighborhood i live in is almost mm-hmm. my community or even expand a little bit like wichita falls is my community like yeah the people i live around mm-hmm. that is that's my community right and, and that's kind of all to me that okay. I, that it really is i don't know if if someone outside of the church world would answer that same way but i feel like it's a much more limited understanding of mm-hmm. what community is it's For just sure. basically who who the people i'm around
0: yeah you know I, as i as we were saying that word and Kept repeating it over and over, and then thinking about uh, s- more secular definition. You know, one of the contexts where I thought about hearing it a lot outside of church was this is going to this is going to be sort of out of left field given our conversation, but uh, the it I always hear it after the phrase LGBT, like oh, yeah. the LGBT community, yeah, yeah, and so that gets me thinking about how is it contextually used, and it's often used to identify a group of people who have something. In common, common and i would almost i, I would almost say something kind of superficial like something that's not for a lot of people the most important thing about themselves yeah b- but that's where we are in our world today as we sort of break people up into groups that are very like surfacey, superficial yeah. um you know whether or not you graduated from college or right. um you know, just some of these kind of really weird ways that we've we've decided to, to break people up, I mean, racially um, and and by sexual orientation and things like that. Those aren't insignificant things. Right. But it's interesting the ways that we break people down. And then I think we attach that word community to mm-hmm. all of those. Yeah. If we have a shared
1: interest or something in common or whatever, then we're a part of whatever yeah. that community is like even Facebook you know they made a big push in the last couple of years to push groups on mm-hmm. people right so it's not yeah. pages that you're ge- interacting with it's the m- point it's yeah. groups you're in and so those g- what are those groups organized by it's by some sort of shared interest yeah. right i've even seen commercials like corgi lovers go yeah. to the beach together because right. they have a facebook group right yeah. they're the corgi oh, I know exactly you know what i'm talking what about like idea, or whatever yeah, yeah. the corgi community right yeah. and so um i think you know kind of maybe the world's idea of community is as long as we have something in common or there's a shared interest there then we're a part of this community yeah. which I think it's is part of biblical community. I think, obviously, we have something in common here, but I think it goes a little further than that.
0: So, so. talk about that then. If, if that tends to be more of the wider, general, say, secular definition of the, of the term, how is biblical community? And when you look at the Bible and how the Bible addresses community, what's different, what's distinct about that version from all the things we're talking about?
1: Yeah, I think you look at, at Scripture, there are throughout the New Testament, talking to the church, um, the community of believers, right, that there are commands on how we are supposed to interact with each other. There are right. directives on how we're supposed to interact. And it's a much more intentional um, way of life than whoever I'm living with or some shared right. interest, right? It, it goes deeper than that. There's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, almost there's more expected of, of me as a part of that community and at the same time I can benefit more yeah, because of, yeah. of others in that group so
0: so it's really more about the relationships that you have with the people within it as opposed to the identity features yes yeah, guess. yeah. Does that makes sense yeah exactly
1: yeah. um like i even think you know i am a dallas cowboys fan right. um unfortunately and <laughs> yeah i share um, your pain so we could say you know there's a community of dallas cowboys fans all throughout the world right we're all one big community but if I don't know. He said, hey, w- every Sunday night football, we're going to come over to Nolan's house and watch Sunday night football yeah. that the Cowboys are playing. I can't and, handle that. I'm sorry. And Nolan, you're going to bring queso to your own house. You're going to make queso. Yeah. I don't know. There's This is a bad analogy as I'm going through <laughs> it. But there's there's more to it than that. It's not yeah. just this, hey, we like the Cowboys. It's, hey, we've chosen to yeah be a part of something together right. here. That's a little more. No, no,
0: I got you. And and it's, it's about how we're going to depend on each other, lean on each other, yeah. as opposed to we just – like something and so we'll watch it together yeah yeah no totally i totally agree um so how how do you feel like community then hits a a need when we you know we talk about community again whether inside a church context or not especially in this season of of life kind of globally community is uh, important i don't think anybody would deny that right so how, how does community hit a fundamental need for us as human beings?
1: Yeah, and I, I think we touched on this last time I was on the podcast, but I, I think God created us. We see in Genesis that God created us with a need for human relationships, yeah. that um, it's not just this desire that's wrong or evil or because of sin. It's pre-sin, mm-hmm. pre-fall that we have this desire that God looked and said when he created Adam that it was not good that he was alone, and you, and you read that, and you're reading Genesis, and you're like, God created, it's good. God yeah. created, it's good. God created, it's good. God created, it's not good. And you're like, wait, w- mm-hmm. what? Like, yeah. that's jarring almost mm-hmm. that God who is good and there is no sin, but he sees this very intentionally that, that he created Adam right. for this need with relationships. And so um, when we're talking about this need for community, it's not just because... Well, it's two thousand and twenty, and it's crazy, right? Good it's point. it's a lot deeper yeah. than that. That um, because we are human, we have a need for connection and community, and that need is something um, that God has chosen not to fill in and of, up in yeah. and of himself. That yeah. he, he wants us to have a connection with people.
0: Yeah, I was I was in talking with you know students or young people about you know they talk about being lonely or, wh- and wh- that that loneliness can be a you know they're the fifth wheel and you know they've got a couple friends who are are part of a couple and yeah well i want i want to find my partner or whatever or it could just be like a general loneliness like i don't have i'm not around people a lot or or whatever and i find a lot of times especially young people tend to feel guilty about that you know like oh man i feel like i'm I'm, am i idolizing you know friendships or something like that and god not enough and i need to like make god enough for for me or whatever and it's so true what you s- what you're saying and and so important to remember that like no he's he's not b- because he made it that way like he he into- could he have been yeah if he wanted to but he chose to leave a a gap there and say i'm not gonna be the one to fulfill this you know there you're gonna need human connection yeah. and that's part of who you are and how you're made so for us when we feel and i you know i've had conversations even here recently with like college students who are going through this um you know isolation especially ones who like live in dallas and Dallas is way more shut down than we are and they're just talking about the like loneliness and the isolation and it you know it's like you don't have to feel like you've messed up right because you're lonely i mean you're lonely because god made you to be lonely when you're not around people and I think that's such an important thing that we yeah. sometimes miss. So yeah, absolutely. Glad you glad you said that. Um, so how then do you feel like if, if if it's true that we have this fundamental need, it's not a bad thing, we don't have to apologize for it. How is church intended to meet our needs and, and how do you see you know, you talk at a at a universal level, mm-hmm. you know, the the church as a whole, just from a theological perspective, the church is supposed to meet that need and then then we can kind of zoom in a little bit on Grace church specifically so yeah. pr- in principle how do you think the church is supposed to meet that yeah
1: need? I love that you asked the question that way um, because it's I think I think for a lot of people when we say the church we think of the building and maybe even the pastor or something like that so yeah. like I don't want people to hear the church the building and the pastor are supposed to meet my need mm-hmm. for community when we're talking about the church specifically the, the universal church we're talking yeah. about believers. So if you are a believer, if you're a follower of Christ, you are a member of the universal church, you are the church. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the question itself is how does the church meet this need is, okay, well, how do the members of the church meet this need? And so if you are a Christian, that's kind of a twofold answer is one, you're supposed to meet the need for others, right? You're supposed to be that for others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And at the same time, um, when you've, uh, chosen to be a part of, of what this means is that you have other people to rely on and support you and encourage you and mm-hmm. all of the, uh, the one another's that you find in the new yeah. Testament, you know, and there's, there's lists of one an- how we're supposed yeah. to interact with each other. And I think um, the church is, is how God brings us together in order to, to fulfill those needs. Right. So you can go through um, new Testament, right? Romans 12, be devoted to one another. Romans 12, honor one another, mm-hmm. live in harmony with one another, build one another up, accept one another, admonish, care, serve, bear, forgive, be patient with, right? All of these yeah. one another's that we're supposed really to do. Impressive. You just did all that
0: from memory. Yeah, complete, complete memorization. <laughs> I'm
1: glad this is not a video podcast. <laughs> I have notes. So, but all of these things, y- you see that, um, and this is where biblical community goes deeper than yeah. than secular community. The idea is that um, those things are difficult, and they take intentionality. And if you're not yeah. intentionally working on being that for someone else, and at the same time finding people who will mm-hmm. be that for you, um, I think you're you're missing out a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think about like Acts two, and yeah, that was always. I think one of the first sermons I ever taught was on Acts two, and and looking at how the, um, you know, the apostles shared, had everything um, in common, had everything in common, mm-hmm. and and it, again, it goes back to that idea. It wasn't. It wasn't that we gathered around a shared interest it right. was that we gathered to build each other up yeah gathered to serve one another and 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 so um it's it's about the relationship not just the the commonalities for and, sure and and likewise that, that that also means that biblical community then is going to call us beyond we have in common with someone else exactly so that i mean uh, that seems like a really important thing to when we do that contrast with what we talked about earlier in secular ideas about community if say the world has a, an, a, an idea about community that it's you're supposed to gather with um, people who are just like you and we go i'll use your example of the cowboys fans like you only mm-hmm. hang out with people who like the f- the same football team you do right. or whatever and God is always gonna, and again, we know that's kind of a silly analogy, but He's gonna call you beyond that. Like, I, I want you to to go and build community with people who it's not easy all the time. Yeah. And uh, and I think that's always the the biggest challenge of community. We can we we're drawn to certain people who we have common interests with, and if we build community with them, we're just taking a deeper step than we otherwise would have. Right. But man, building community with people that you don't have a ton in common with, that's hard.
1: It is hard, and um, it's difficult, and I think it's really easy to blow that off if we think community is just about me. Great point. Um, well, if it's just about me, then I'm good with hanging out with people that I'm mm-hmm. that are just like me, right? Very um, true. But like you said, it's, it's about building each other up. That's Ephesians 4, right? That he's gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ. And he keeps going on um, about benefits of that. Then he ends that little section with um, that this this makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love, mm-hmm. right? And so that the purpose of, of this, that yeah. he's given us different gifts, different abilities, that he's, he's brought us together, yeah. um, that he's equipped us so that we can build each other up and specifically build each other up in love. And, um, and I think one of the, the benefits of community, of real honest vulnerable community that we miss is that it allows us to to truly love others and to truly be loved yeah um that if if someone if all they know about you is the superficial well they might like you but they don't really love you they don't know your faults they don't know your failures but if if you can let someone in or you can be a part of someone's life and you can see them at their worst and still choose to be a part of their life still choose to love them anyway i mean that that's way more powerful than well someone likes me because i like the cowboys so
0: true yeah, man, that's a, that is a great point. Uh, talk about that at a again zoom in on the the Grace Church yeah. level of that question, and I'll kind of even break that up in maybe two parts. How do you see Grace Church? You you're an, a quote unquote outsider in the sense that you yeah. you you did have a time where you came to Grace Church for the college ministry and things like yeah. that, but then you've you spent a lot of time at other churches, worked on other staffs. You come in now, pretty fresh. Yeah. And you've you've got these other perspectives that you've had elsewhere. When you come to Grace Church, how do you see community up to this point functioning? What what are the what are the marks of community here? Are the things where you see community happening? I guess like yeah, intentional community. Sure. What is that? What has that looked like so far? As you've just tried to get your feet wet and get to know people in the church?
1: Yeah, um, I mean. It's a weird time. There's COVID going right. on, right? So, it's harder to gather for sure. Um, yeah. But even then, I've seen community groups meeting. Um, I've been able to visit a couple of them. I've seen, you know, Bible studies that happen mm-hmm. um, during the week. I've seen, even just people in the hallway just before a service um, talking to each other. And um, what I've what I've seen from the people at Grace is they are. Um, connected they know each other and they know what's going on in each other's lives that um it's that the people who who are seeking that community are are finding it mm-hmm. um and it doesn't mean that everyone is you know there's sure yeah um, yeah but i think if you're willing to to go there that you can you can find that community here so
0: so now as you step into the role of, of leading community groups and overseeing that aspect talk about how much you see you know how, how much do you see that meeting that obviously we would say we all have this huge need for community and and i don't know if you would say this but i i always felt like we didn't have the expectation that everybody who comes to grace church joins a community group. right so if n- let's say not everybody in grace church is is going to join a community group even in a quote-unquote perfect world so where where would we expect people who aren't in community groups to find that? And then, how do you see community groups wi- in the, as you as you kind of get your um, philosophy built into it, and you start to uh, start to get to you know put your handprints on it and yeah. things like that? How do you see it meeting those needs moving forward? Yeah,
1: that's a great question. And um, you look at you look at Grace Church and what we do and how we do it. Um, know, Grace, we're, we like to say that, that you set the the pace for our level of interaction. And so um, if you show up on a Sunday morning and you, know, you come to a worship service and that's all you do and that's all you're comfortable with, we're not going to push you to say, well, you don't really belong here until you're in a community group right, yeah. or something like that. Um, just my hope personally um, would be that you, you have community somewhere, right? And um, as in my role of community pastor of, helping facilitate community groups, that's that's really what I want to do, is facilitate a yeah. place where we can live out the one another's that we just talked about. Yeah. Um, and if that happens in a community group at Grace Church, great. And if it doesn't, if it happens somewhere else, great. Um, but as as followers of Christ and as members of the church, I, I hope that we would want to live in that kind of way, whether or not it's in a community group or not. If, I don't know if that makes sense, but you could find, you know, if here at Grace Church, you can find that in a million different ways. You could being a part of an ABF pre, <laughs> pre COVID, uh, being a part of ABF, you're, you're going to find some fellowship. You're going to find some encouragement. You're going to find people you connect with being a part of a, a service team, right? The hospitality yeah. team that shows up early yeah. to greet people. They have that connection. They have that bond. They're going to, they're going to talk to each other about things like that. Serving coffee, they're getting, w- getting here super early to bless us all with coffee. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, um, right, right. You know, there's, you're finding community in those things. And, um, so to say that you can only find community at Grace Church and community groups, that's, I mean that's just not true. And to say you can only find community at any church in a small group environment, I mean that's not true either. I mean, it, you might a have tagline
0: for community groups. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah you it. don't have to be in a community group <laughs> to find community. Yeah, that's
1: that's it, right? <laughs> but but we all know you you might have people in your workplace sure, that you yeah. get lunch and you walk through Scripture together. Yeah. I mean, that's community. That's biblical community. You're doing you're living out the one another's. Yeah. and so. Um, what I would hope to do is provide an environment where that maybe comes a little more naturally and you might have a little more guidance and structure to yeah. to figure out how to do that together. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to limit it and say this is the only place it can happen.
0: Yeah, for sure. What do you say to somebody who might be a little resistant to the idea, not even of joining a community group specifically, but who would say, you know, as far as like church goes, you know, we're good with coming and, there on sunday mornings but like we don't you know we've got friends and and i'm not sp- not even speaking at, at like the example you use of going through scripture together but like i've got friends or whatever mm-hmm. i don't need more than that to d- when you talk about like a spiritual depth to that that relationship like church is good but i don't need more than that in terms of community how do you how would you encourage somebody or challenge them to think about church community
1: yeah um I just, I would look to my own life and and kind of point and say, you know, I can, I can show up to a church service and I can listen to a sermon and I can sing the songs, um, and I can walk out of the door and my life hasn't changed and I'm the same person before that I was after. And, um, but when I'm surrounded by a a smaller group of, of believers who, um, really know me and, Uh, know what's going on in my life and can challenge me on areas I need to be challenged and can encourage me and, uh, celebrate with me when things need to be celebrated. Um, to me, that's, it's more life giving. Mm -hmm. And so that when Jesus offers us life, real, abundant, joyful life, um, I think if I weren't having that sense of community in my life i'd be missing out yeah and and so it's not this pressure and obligation to feel like well you need to do this to be a good christian it's like man you need to do this because it's it's worth it yeah and it's um it's not always easy and it's um but man yeah i can't imagine not having it
0: yeah i think about like some anybody who's trying to set out to do something to take on a, a challenge or a, or a big task um whatever that would be and that not in a strictly christian context they're trying to do something difficult then and if it's going to take a long time then they're going to inevitably face seasons of discouragement dryness you know the the lack of motivation that's maybe there at other times and those people no matter what that endeavor is if they don't have a, a group Of people rooting for them encouraging them uh mentoring them all of those those things that we need to keep going when we're doing something hard and long-suffering then we we rarely achieve what we're what we set out to achieve and so i would i kind of look at it and i think if you're not seeking out that community or if you don't think that kind of community that spiritual depth I, that we're talking about in a biblical community, if you don't think that's necessary, then I would question how much you really have your uh, your eyes set on something real in, yeah. the s- in the sense of, like, you really want to, to go somewhere yeah. specific. You really want to grow. Not not questioning s- their salvation. No. I'm, I'm just – I think y- your, p- your priority wouldn't seem like it's really growing in your faith yeah. if you don't see – community as any kind of necessary thing right so that uh, that would be my thing i'm just like a professional athlete who says i don't really need anybody to like help me practice with me what it's like do you do you really want to be you know be great at your craft then i mean like it just seems at that point it's intuitive like if you really do want something difficult and big then then you'll you'll want community. And yeah. If you don't want community, then what you're 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 not set on that that big goal. I yeah, guess. for sure.
1: So like, I got into running last year. Um, Did you? And I'm already out of running. But it was mainly just like a kind of proved to myself I can do this kind okay. of thing. Okay. Oh, you're so one of those people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I, w- I decided I wanted to run a half marathon, which I know for a lot of people is not a big thing, but for me, who had never, run more, than, never run more than never run more than like gross. a five k, it was like I'm gonna do this and. Um, what I learned is I had a few of my long runs that I, I had a friend go along with me yeah. and that we were going to do this together and so we'd get out there on, on a Saturday morning super early and like we're going to run 10 miles on this training mile oh. which
0: um, I will never be that friend for you I'm sorry no it, well, I'll, I'll I'm I will never
1: be that for anyone else um, <laughs> ever again but But I tell you, the difference between running those long runs on a Saturday morning by myself versus running those long runs with a friend, I mean, it was night and day. Like, I actually enjoyed it a little bit Mm. because we had a good conversation. When I felt tired, I had someone that was pushing me to keep going. um, And then when we we were done, we got to celebrate, and we got to go eat breakfast burritos, and (laughs) it was just a completely different experience than trying to do that on my own. And so, sure, I could do it on my own, um, but I don't want to yeah. i didn't want after that after i experienced yeah. it with, with saw too much of
0: the benefit yeah yeah so yeah well uh before we close do you have any other thoughts about this idea of community or things you'd want to communicate about the community groups themselves specifically
1: i mean r- if, if there's anyone here that's that's not connected to community group of grace i would love to to help you get connected and yeah. um not saying that because i again there's no pressure here but I think there's benefits, and um, I'd love to to help you be a part of finding what we're talking about at Grace Church. For so sure.
0: Well, we've said this before, but we're super excited to have you on staff, and um, and then also just to be able to fill that role and bring people into community. So we're we're really excited to see what that looks like for us moving forward to have somebody actually overseeing that aspect of ministry we think it's really important
1: yeah glad to be here excited to be a part of it so
0: well thanks for jumping on the podcast today caleb and uh, i know this won't be the last time so appreciate you joining me and uh we'll be back for another episode next week
1: can't wait